From the Chattahoochee Tech Studio, welcome to the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Today is Thursday, March 9th, and today is International School Meals Day. Maybe means meatloaf sandwich. Sloppy dough, slop, sloppy dough. Sloppy dough. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Credit Union of Georgia. Kennesaw Mountain High School held its annual dance for students with special needs. Ed Setzler's bill to stop Cobb's home rule stalls under the Gold Dome. And a Marietta teacher is under investigation for the way they restrained a student. Plus, we'll sit down with Kevin Krause, the new PA announcer for the Atlanta Braves, to talk about the upcoming season and his call up to the big leagues. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. You deserve better than your bank. Better service, better rates, better solutions. If you live or work in Cobb County, now is the perfect time to make the switch to Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Since 1960, Credit Union of Georgia has been providing Northwest Georgia with financial solutions that make sense for your home, business, and family. As a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative, our members are our mission. Not only will you get the best loan rates, you'll get personalized customer service from people who understand your needs. Plus, Credit Union of Georgia provides real convenience with a network of more than 30,000 accessible ATMs and branch locations across the country. Of course, there's also five locations right here in Cobb County. Ready to see how much better your banking can be with Credit Union of Georgia? Become a member today or apply for a loan online by visiting cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Swaying and shimmying to exultant tunes, hundreds of Cobb students packed the Kennesaw Mountain High School gym Tuesday morning for the district's dance for students with special needs. The annual affair brings together students from across the district who left it all on the dance floor as they were joined by Kennesaw Mountain athletes and student volunteers. Indeed, students were welcomed to the festivities with a procession of high fives from teachers and staff entering to cheers through an archway at the gym's door. There, they danced the morning away to such favorites as Dancing Queen and Party in the USA. Kennesaw Mountain High has hosted the dance since 2001, and this year's theme was Once Upon a Time at the Mountain. Amory Brown, a junior, was one of the student organizers of the event and told the MDJ she was honored to help carry on a tradition that goes back more than 20 years. Students were able to show off their moves in a variety of ways. Some spun donuts in their wheelchairs, while others leapt up and down in joy as their favorite songs came on. Felicia Vu, another student organizer, called the event surreal after working on it for months. She told the MDJ she wanted people to take away the message that students should be treated with respect. Two bills which seek to thwart the Cobb County Board of Commissioners' effort to draw its own district map have stalled in the state legislature. Senate Bills 124 and 236, sponsored by State Senator Ed Setzler of Ackworth, had been slated for floor votes on Monday, crossover day, a crucial legislative deadline during the legislative session. 
Neither bill received a vote, however. Setzler told the MDJ Tuesday his legislation was close to getting a vote before the Senate adjourned. Setzler said he hoped the Home Rule bills might survive in some fashion, saying there are related bills under consideration at the Capitol that his language could be attached to. SB 124 would explicitly prohibit Georgia counties from drawing their own district lines, something the Democratic majority on the Cobb Commission has sought to do. SB 236, meanwhile, mirrors the map signed into law by Governor Brian Kemp last year, which drew Democratic Commissioner Jerrica Richardson out of her seat. The Cobb Commission last fall passed a pair of resolutions amending the Kemp map in an untested use of the county's home rule powers. The county's map, using one drawn by former state representative Eric Allen, a Democrat from Smyrna, would keep Richardson in her seat. Setzler has until March 29th, the end of the session, to try and attach his language to another bill. In an email to parents at Lockheed Elementary School on Tuesday, Marietta City School Superintendent Grant Rivera said a teacher was alleged to have attempted to inappropriately restrain a student during recess. Rivera said this incident was reported to school administration, which immediately initiated the investigation and engaged the proper authorities. Rivera also said the district is supporting the students in this particular class and is in direct communication with their families. Rivera added that parents with any concerns should feel free to reach out to Lockheed Elementary Principal Coretta Stewart on their child's teacher or counselor. When the Mount Perrin Christian girls face Banks County for the Class 2A state championship this afternoon, the squad that takes the floor of the Macon Coliseum will not resemble the one that won the Class A private title a year ago. That team was dominated by seniors. This group is made up of four freshmen, seven sophomores, and one junior. But while the team is young, Coach Stephanie Dunn said those seniors made sure this team is up for the challenge. It rolled through Region 6 AA play undefeated, bolstered by a non-region schedule highlighted with games against competition from higher classifications. The Eagles faced Class 4A Hardaway, Class 6A Woodward Academy and Forest Park, and Class 7A Collins Hill in Brookwood. It'll take a complete team effort for Mount Perrin to upend Banks County and win the program's second straight state title. The Leopards are making their first appearance in the state championship game and present a defensive challenge for the Eagles as they're loaded with juniors and seniors who are used to winning. Engineer solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a stable drive foundation. With over 30 years of experience and a lifetime of support, residential and commercial. Hey, we do In Georgia, the weather never ceases to do unpredictable things. Peace of mind should be top of mind where it comes to your heating and cooling system. Daco Systems has three generations of experience with HVAC excellence they've shared with Cobb County and the greater metro Atlanta area. Daco Systems has been family owned and operated since they started out. And Dean Yarrington has built their business into what it is today through policies of honesty, responsiveness, and attention to the needs of customers. The Daco Systems team is equipped with the knowledge, tools, products, and over four decades of experience that helped them get each job done right the first time, and they back that up with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
Along with exceptional service, Daco Systems provides free estimates on new heating and AC installations, and you can reach them after hours when you have an HVAC emergency. Get peace of mind. Call Daco Systems today at 770-209-2261 or visit them online at dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, a premier train comfort specialist. Now through April 30th, get a preseason air conditioning tune-up for the first unit for $69.95 and $39.95 for additional units. Call Daco. A federal judge ruled Tuesday that State Representative Jenny Earhart, a Republican from West Cobb, must cease blocking and removing the comments of opponents of her official Facebook page. The ruling from Judge J.P. Bouley found Earhart violated the First Amendment in blocking Thomas Biederman, an Atlanta man whose comments were removed from Earhart's page in 2019. Biederman, at the time, using a pseudonym on Facebook, had criticized Earhart's proposal to make it a felony for Georgia doctors to help a minor medically transition their gender. He filed suit after that comment and several others were removed from Earhart's page. Earhart previously told the MDJ that Biederman had harassed other Facebook users and violated her page's content standards. Biederman, Judge Bully noted in his order, was one of dozens whose accounts were blocked and comments were removed by Earhart, a contingent united under the banner of hashtag blocked by Jenny. Judge Bully found the First Amendment infringements outweighed any potential damage from unblocking the commenters. He ordered Earhart to cease unconstitutional viewpoint-based blocking and removal of Biederman's expressive activity on the official Facebook page and to rescind her ban on plaintiff's access to the official Facebook page. Representative Earhart said that her office is examining their next steps. The Marietta-based Atlanta Lyric Theater, which put on Broadway-style musicals for 42 years, has closed its doors. In a message posted to the Lyric's website, Monica Gwynn and Patty Shuttler, co-chairs of the theater's board, said a steep decline in attendance since the COVID-19 pandemic began has strained the group's financial resources to the point of making its continued operation unsustainable. The Lyric will also be unable to refund tickets for its 42nd season, though the theater will write acknowledgement letters for the value of patrons' unused tickets and donations that they made this year. The Atlanta Lyric Theater most recently staged its production at the Jenny T. Anderson Theater at the Cobb County Civic Center. In their message announcing the end of the Lyric's run, co-chairs of the board also thank the theater staff, praising their attempts to adjust to the Lyric's new reality. They also thank the Lyric's subscribers and donors for their support of the theater. And now community reporter Doug Harding sits down with Kevin Kraus, longtime PA announcer of the Gwinnett Stripers and the new in-stadium voice of the Atlanta Braves. Want to welcome and also congratulate Kevin Kraus. He is the brand new PA announcer for the Atlanta Braves. And Kevin, thanks for joining us. And this has got to be really, really exciting for you. It really is. When I started doing this job when I was, gosh, I was 25 when I started. It's hard to believe Doing the Braves was certainly a dream, but it was certainly never like, oh, I'm going to do this thing in 10, I'm going to do the Braves in 10 years. Like, I was just doing it for fun at the time, and uh, I put in the work, and uh, just like a, you know, like a journeyman player in, in, the, in the minors getting called up after a decade, it's, it's just like dream come true for sure. So I was looking over the Braves roster and the pronunciations, 
they're fairly easy. I guess uh, that that's a good thing for you, right? It's really not. Uh, a funny story, though. Ozzy was with us for a little while, and this was before we got... Is it, is it Albies or is it Albies? Like we, <laughs> and it wasn't on a pronunciation guide, and then no one could tell me the right answer. So I went with Albies for the first few weeks that he was there, and he never said anything. So, <laughs> but then it came out later. It's like, you know, it's actually Albies. I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. So I said... One of our top prospects named wrong for several weeks. That's fine. That's yeah, <laughs> but no one told me. He's, he's not going to do anything. Well, it could be a whole lot worse. You could be the PA announcer for the Milwaukee Bucks and all the names they have on their roster to try to pronounce. Antetokounmpo. I practice just in case I find myself in the NBA sometime. But um, <laughs> yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ah, very nice. You know, I stumbled on that name about 400 times before we started talking. But you're moving on from Gwinnett, but there's going to be a whole lot more people in Truist Park. So getting ready for your first game, how many times have you gone through it that there's going to be so many more people there? Well, I do I do have kind of a, a small advantage because I was pegged to do a few games to the Braves last year. So I do have a little bit of experience at Truist Park, just not a ton. But as far as, you know, the buildup for opening day this year, I'm, I'm definitely excited for sure. But people ask me if I'm nervous. I said, no. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure I will be as we get closer to the day. But at the end of the day, it's just a baseball game. I, I know there's a lot more people there and there's a lot more people paying attention to you. But once the first pitch goes, it's just, you know, it's just calling a baseball game. It's really not that different from doing a Stripers game. Just the the buildup, the hoopla before the, before the game starts is just a little bit more. That's all. But it's going to be similar to the Stripers, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And and especially this year, I know that they're starting the uh, the, the pitch clock is new this year, which is something that we did last year in the minors. They started that last year in the minors, and that was it. Certainly took a little a little while to get used to. But for a while, that was the biggest difference between doing a, a minor league game and a and a major league game was was the pitch timer and things that they were they were experimenting with in the minors to see if they could use it in the majors. But now that they're pretty much doing all the same stuff, I mean, no, I know they're not doing robot umpires yet in the majors like they're mm. doing in the minors this year. But there's really not that much of a difference, to be mm. honest. Nah, you can't have those robo umpires because you know the players need somebody to yell at during the game. <laughs> and as someone, I actually, um, I did umpire for one year when I was in college. So I did feel some kind of way about them trying robot umpires <laughs> because as a former umpire myself, it just made me feel icky. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but going back to the pitch clock, now the games are going to be a lot shorter. You have to be more on the ball than probably you normally would. So. Definitely. Yeah, you can't be hanging on your phone like you know, can't be. Oh, this is uh, this is a, a pitcher that takes forever against a hitter that takes forever. I got I got a good five minutes. I can hang out on my phone and not watch the game. No, we got to be we got to be ready to go every batter now, hmm. which is which is nice. I mean, we had games going routinely two hours ten minutes last year in Gwinnett. It was it was bizarre. Like especially in June July, you start a game at seven, the sun goes down at nine thirty, the game ends. It's still light outside. It's just really bizarre. I guess imagine having Greg Maddox back on the mound for the Braves because, you know, he was notorious for a very quick game. You know, he was in and out. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, he yeah. would have, he would have, I mean, he was a master as, as it was anyway. But if you put him in today's game, I believe he would absolutely dominate. He'd win 400 games, I bet. 
<laughs> so now that you're the Braves' new announcer, how has your life changed? Have you know people come back saying, "Hey, uh, you remember me? We were in the same first grade class." Any good stories? Uh, definitely people asking for tickets. I can't help with that. I, I don't have any access to tickets. They they know. I th- I don't think they were totally serious, but yeah, it's like yeah. By the way, I'll come see if you get me to some tickets. As far as people coming out, like people I haven't seen in 20, 25 years, definitely. I had people reach out that I went back, I went to school with back in kindergarten that friended me on Facebook and said, hey, I just want to let you know, like I noticed what's going on and I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm really proud of you. And uh, I hope that we can, you know, reconnect really soon. And that's that's been really nice. Yeah, that is really nice. I guess when you get to that level in your career, that you're going to have people coming out of the woodwork. But it's nice to hear that it's been a really positive experience thus far. Definitely. I've, I've really enjoyed the process. And between you and me, I'm just glad the process is over. It was a, it was a long four months because I, I put in the application back in November. So it was, it was definitely a long four months of seeing, you know, what was going to happen with this. I mean, that's amazing. 500 people. I can imagine that all sorts of different people tried out for this, you know, young people, kids even, you know, people that are just, you know, wanted to do something for fun. I did have one person reach out and said they were, they just wanted to reach out and like they were one of the 500 or they just wanted to try and they were proud of themselves for doing so. And I reached back out and said, absolutely. I, it was an honor to compete against you. Yeah. Being selected out of, out of 500 people is something that I'm very, very humbled about. I'm never going to take it for granted. I'm extremely, extremely lucky and privileged to have this job. And I never for for one minute thought it would be 500 people coming out for this job. That's that's insane. Uh, what was it like 15 years ago? The Atlanta Thrashers were looking for a new PA announcer. Did you happen to audition for that one? Thrashers, no. That's that's a little bit – I mean, I was definitely here, and I'm a big-time hockey fan. I'm a friend of Steve Craig, by the way. Yeah, I, wor- I worked with him for a while with the Gladiators, and I was just in awe. But uh, no, I was I was still uh, middle school and high school when the uh-huh. when the Thrashers were around. So I didn't I didn't get the chance. But I I have PA'd several Gladiator games, and and doing hockey is 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 a blast. Like yeah, it's, there's, there's nothing like it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, with hockey, it's a whole lot more fast paced than baseball. Mm-hmm, yes. And I actually, I PA'd and I also played their music for a while too. And, and for both jobs, you got to be quick. And that's actually where I learned how to think quickly and react quickly doing sports. Because up until that point, I'd only done soccer and baseball, mm-hmm. which is, those are two sports you can be a little bit more laid back in. But doing hockey really, really taught me a lot as far as, you know, Oh gosh, you got to be thinking ahead for certain situations. Like if this situation happens, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Things like that. I really learned a lot doing hockey. And what about rugby? You've done some games for that. I mean, I, most people don't even really follow rugby or know much about it. And before we go any further, I know we were talking about pronunciations earlier. Doing rugby. <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 a fun uh, sport with pronunciations. Uh, luckily, there's a lot of South African names, a lot of a lot a lot of uh, names from other cultures that you that you do when you do rugby. Luckily, I've got a good coach that helps me through that. Uh, but doing rugby is a blast. I, I started doing them last year. They're a part of Major League Rugby, which is I believe this is their sixth season. So they're still relatively new, but I'm amazed at how at how quickly it's growing. They they added a, a new team this year. So it is growing. 
And I actually, like everyone else, before I started doing it last year, I didn't know anything about rugby other than you couldn't pass the ball forwards. That's all I knew about it. So like a week before the first game, I just I Googled the rules <laughs> and the terminology. <laughs> uh, so I didn't sound like I had no idea what I was doing for my first game. But it's been a blast. And, and the staff there is they know that I didn't know a ton. They've helped me through it. And uh, this is my second season now. And it's It's been great. So do you have another job besides this? I do have a day job. The plan is to stay there for now as long as they'll have me. They do know that uh, you know I'd have to you know leave early for game days, and they're being flexible so far. It just depends on how much sleep I get, and if I can take the the mental health side of things of you know only getting X amount of sleep uh, during baseball season. But uh, I would love to keep both jobs for sure. Well, hopefully there's not going to be any 18 any games that end at three in the morning. Then you got to get up at six o'clock. Well, they're trying their best not to get away from those, too. They got the runner at second base to start extra innings, and they made that permanent now. So ho- hopefully they're they're really hoping no more 18-inning games, but I'm right there with them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love baseball, but 18 innings, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a bit much, 18 innings. Well, April 6th, you get uh, your first official game as the official PA announcer against the Padres. But maybe think of this, if the Braves win a World Series, don't you get a ring? I think Casey got one. So if Casey right. got one two years ago, then I would hope that I would get one. If they win a World Series my first season there, I'm going to say I've been here the entire time. Where, 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 Why did you reach it out earlier? Excellent. Kevin, it has been great talking with you. Uh, we've been talking with Kevin Krause, the brand-new PA announcer for our Atlanta Braves. And the first game that he'll be calling is April 6th against the San Diego Padres. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Doug. Thanks for having me on. Inspiration grows here. The Atlanta Home Show, March 17th through 19th at the Cobb Galleria Center. Three days only for great deals, new ideas, and practical advice with trusted local experts. See Brian and Mika Kleinschmidt from HGTV's 100-Day Dream Home. Plus, find inspiration for your own backyard retreat as you wander through over 4,000 square feet of garden displays. From kitchens and baths to outdoor living and more. Don't miss Georgia's largest home show, the Atlanta Home Show. Buy tickets early and save at atlantahomeshow.com. Are you struggling to find the right home in these tough markets? Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake of Drake Realty, with seven offices across Metro Atlanta and two right here in Cobb County. The real estate market in Cobb County can be competitive. That's why you need a team on your side. My team of over 700 agents is one of the biggest in the county, and we have been turning dreams into realities for 28 years now. Next time you decide to buy or sell in Cobb, trust the team that knows the lay of the land. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. You can find us on TikTok at MDJ Podcast, add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.